Hello. Welcome, Welcome back <laughs> to another episode <laughs> of It's, it's for, for the, the table. table. We are the women of It's for the Table. And we want to bring a little something for everybody. That's right. This table. We're here to share our experiences as authentically as we would at a Sunday brunch with each other. Unafraid to shine a light on topics otherwise kept in the dark. We're unapologetic. A little bit messy. But so ready to own our stories. So take an hour. Take off your bra. If you're wearing one. Grab your drink of choice. And let's be heard together. together. Gab, what are you drinking? Just water? Yeah, I'm just doing water today. We're recording super early today. We've been sober the past couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no alcohol in sight because I do have an iced Americano. I added oat milk and then one pump of the brown sugar syrup. Ooh, brown sugar. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you missed it, last week's episode was 49. One of my personal favorites where we spoke about misogyny and just the overall, um, I guess... The, the scariness that comes with being a woman and I mm-hmm. think a lot of things that need to be addressed and actually have been addressed a little bit more often when it comes to today's society which is really great but it's a great listen especially if you are a man um you know you there's a bunch of women in your life uh that you mm-hmm. should uh, look out for and speak up for I co-sign yes mm-hmm. um if you're not you should be following us on social media we are on Instagram Twitter and TikTok. Oh my God. I have like having to keep up with everything <laughs> that we have. Um, and our uh, name is at it's for the table on there. We do have a Facebook page. Please like it. And if you're enjoying this podcast and um, would like to recommend to a friend, send it over and ask them to leave us a five star, hopefully five star review. Uh, today's episode is episode 50. And before we get into what today's episode is about, <laughs> today, well, okay, technically yesterday marks our one year of the podcast. Damn, one whole year. Happy one year. Thank Happy you for one listening. year. One year that feels like eight years because of this <laughs> pandemic. I know. I feel like there's been so many changes within the past year, like personally in our lives, professionally in our lives, and then like podcast wise. Yeah. In our lives. Gabby and I's relationship has grown to a new sisterhood level of a friendship like we get haircuts together now (laughs) and we i owe all that to the podcast um and this is i we never really had like a full-on plan for this podcast something that we wanted to do from the start and it just transpired into genuinely our passion project even if we have one person listening to it every week and it's myself yeah gabby (laughs) and i are going to continue to do it and just because like we're doing this for us too yeah no you make a really good point and it's so funny because i think about like when we released this we did release it as a trio when we first started and we mm-hmm. released it via skype we would record over skype oh, because it was shit, in the right. literally the first month of like the pandemic and still to this day with everything that's happened personally professionally you know culturally it's still something that brings me so much joy. Mm-hmm. It's literally like a therapy session. I know. And I was talking because like, I was like thinking about it the other day. The same way that people work out as a hobby and play tennis and take up painting and art and yeah. photography and dance. Like this is what we do to like bring us joy. And it's like, yeah. the one th- it's like the one thing where like I can just like let right. go and it's it, it doesn't feel like work. And I, I just genuinely love talking about the topics we talk about. I love doing it with you. I, I just, I, I still love it. And I yes. think that's important to know even a year in. Of course. And even like, there's nothing. I, I that's how I measure yeah. our, the, our podcast. And I think one of the, one of the, happy. it does. And one of the best compliments that I think we get or that I've heard is 
when people listen to the episode any episode and they go you got you are you guys are such opposites but when you like speak on something you're just the same person mm-hmm. and i don't know if if that makes sense to people but if you guys know us personally and have been around us it, that's true we are opposites in the sense of like i don't know like maybe hobbies or interests or maybe like we have like very different perspectives yes but we do we are able to like come together and it's, find common ground and that's yeah that's where we thrive like our common ground is where we literally yes, thrive together exactly and i also i've appreciated people that have said like when they talk when they listen to our podcast that they just want to feel like they can just like kind of butt in and like talk yeah. to us too. like they feel like we're all at brunch together yeah and that's been our vibe and that's been and our that's brand. our goal yeah that's 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 the overarching goal for um, sure i can't believe it's been a year in it came so fast that's what she said but <laughs> Uh, we do plan to have merch. We have to get on that. I'm saying on the podcast, so we can hold ourselves yes. accountable because Gabby and I have had some pieces made for. Oh ourselves. my god, and they're so beautiful so and so cute. comfy and so and we cute. We wear them all the time, and then um, our good friend Melissa like made us some, so we love yes. that. And I just like I love wearing our brand and yeah. wearing our logo, so we will make that available shortly. Yes, hang in there, kids. Yes, hang in there, and um. You know, we're just, we're really enjoying it and we're just, we feel really blessed and just grateful that, you know, we're still close as mm-hmm. a friendship and we're still getting closer and we're growing and it's just amazing to see like what has happened in the past year. But also like, like Alyssa said, this podcast is for us. Like we don't make money on this. We don't have like 10 million followers. We don't care about that shit. Mm-hmm. It really is just us being able to have a conversation about topics that we bond really closely together on and it's just nice it's i get to talk about myself for an hour like are you <laughs> kidding <laughs> and it's just like bringing awareness <laughs> to certain topics it's normalizing other topics 100 yeah, and i think that's that was the goal from the beginning we just wanted to normalize people talking about like girl f- females especially talking about sex yeah and talking about quitting your job and talking about toxic people and talking about your body and just like just having a good relatable conversation like that's what we're doing like i the fact that like gab gabby has a full-blown business that she runs mm-hmm. and i work five five six days yeah. a week doubles and the fact the, that like that we fit this into yeah, our the week. fact that we fit this into our week like it means something to right. us but we fit it in because it's a priority and it's something that we really care about yeah and i just and i really do appreciate anybody that has, that has texted us and dm'd us yeah complimenting us and giving us their own advice and sharing stories with us and listening and sharing our posts that will always hold a place in my heart forever. Like it it means so much that people are supportive and that want to see us grow and become better. And then have like witnessed our transition over the past year. I think we're fake. We're fake. Yeah, because I can't believe that we're having our one year episode and we're drinking water. I we we're not we don't have champagne. Oh my god, we're bad. Sidebar <laughs> This is two weeks prior. Yeah, I know, so but still we will be celebrating <laughs> on the actual day. I know. So I'm make just that saying. well known. We are But we just kidding, we're not fake. We're real as fuck. Yeah, I was like, we're fake? What? <laughs> you finally believe that we're in a simulation yeah. now? <laughs> this is another episode of Black Mirror right now. We're all experiencing it. No, we're, we're, we're recording this two weeks out because uh, Gabby and I are going to Charleston. Oh, we would have already been in Charleston yes. at this point. But we're just like trying to like oh God, plan a little bit ahead. Yes, we're talking so like we're in Inception. Okay. We will be having champagne on this day. And you will be seeing it all over social all media. All over social media. We'll be we promise. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, so that is just our little sappy segment. Um, and thank you for being my best friend. 
Is that to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you saying that to our As listeners? As I make literally direct eye contact with you. Back to bedtime because I was drinking Okay, can coffee. you just look Thank at me and say Thank you for being it. my best friend too. Thank you for doing this with me. Thank you for not stopping doing this with me. Thank yeah. you for all that you do. Thank you for always driving down here. Thank you for being flexible with your schedule. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being my biggest supporter. Thank you for being my biggest everything like you're just literally everything to me and oh i oh my god that was so and I'm nice i'm so happy the podcast brought us together in this way I i'm co-signed. happy carly brought us together in this yes. way and all of that we went through yeah to be here i everything happens for a reason people else oh that was so nice i, I like love hate that you said that because that means so much to me and i mean and like you say it and i'm like yeah i think the exact same way i know but then i hate you because i just said thank you for being my best friend and you had to one up me and say this whole fucking speech Wait, you okay <laughs> sidebar i text gabby my love for her and our friendship literally every single day my love language is words of affirmation it is. so gabby acting like she already doesn't know everything i just fucking <laughs> said like i just wanted to let our listeners know that i'm not that she's a better friend that you she's not have to be on this podcast and this is this is why sisterhoods work all right so now that we just Should got we sappy yeah since we just got sappy for you um today's topic is like we said something that we are very passionate about that mm-hmm. we've actually experienced together in sep together recently right but also mm-hmm. in like different um moments of our lives and i think we're at the point right now in our lives when it comes to this topic that we're f- we're actually accepting of it mm-hmm. so it's it's going to be about you know about about <laughs> well i was gonna say about and then body but it's going to be about um body image and how we feel in our own skin and and the you know the goals that we have for ourselves when it comes to um, health and exercise. And I know we always joke about like, oh, like it's going to be a hot girl summer. We're going to get the body that we want. We're going to feel good. But it's it's so much more than that. And it's like <laughs> such a fucking mental game. Uh-huh. And I know everybody who's listening to this, men or or women, like we all go through it. It's fucking hard. Right. Like I, especially I think this was a good time to kind of check in with ourselves and check in with our bodies and how we feel just because we are coming out of a year in quarantine. Yeah, we're rounding the year. And it's we're going back into normalcy. Yeah hot girl summer approached way quicker than i expected to because it does look (laughs) like we will be kind of back to a semi-normal life come summer so i think we have to like change the hot girl summer to like hot hot girl mindset summer because if you don't have that hot girl body for summer like that's genuinely okay we just fucking went through it but what also defines a hot body you know like and i think that's another thing that's that Alyssa and I have been more accepting about it's like anybody's hot Mm -hmm. you know no like who decides who fucking decides that white men probably tiktok gen z (laughs) (laughs) if we want to get technical but no I I think I don't know if it's like getting older because I I will be turning like 27 Mm -hmm. this year but I'm the past year in quarantine okay did you we'll start here did you gain weight the past year oh yeah yeah I went from I actually would argue that you lost weight Cause i mean you na- now you're the trajectory of like your health goal because you quit the company that you worked at and then a year got, ago and right. were able to have the time to kind of focus on your health and well-being and working out okay so then this is the two-part answer then yes i gained weight in the beginning because i think the country shutting down and me leaving a job that i dedicated mm-hmm. you know almost five years to 
obviously naturally made me depressed. Like I was just like stuck in the house. I had no idea what I was doing. And also the world was kind of falling apart that you're scared of. So it was in general, it was like a very negative um, mindset that I had. But I think once, um, I would say once September, October, once the fall came, Mm -hmm. I started really committing myself to a new, um, a new ritual, a new, a new habit for my everyday and accepting what I wanted to change and how I wanted to change it with my own time. And then, yes, I would say present day, I have lost weight, but Mm -hmm. I also like, I think, oh my God, I was about to say, oh, I lost weight, but I gained so much perspective. Like how (laughs) fucking corny is that? But it's true. I gained so much more of a better mindset on how I want to look at my body. Mm -hmm. And it's less about the number on the scale and more about how I'm feeling every day. Right. And we'll definitely go into your routine because I think your routine is- Oh my God. Thank you so much. is elite (laughs) (laughs) and the way you do. And I would love to get there. Um, so my quarantine body experience has been, I guess a little bit of the opposite prior to COVID and quarantine. I would consider myself a very health conscious person. I was just on such a routine of working out at 5. AM. I was studying for the LSAT back Mm -hmm. then too. And then I would go to work and that would just be my life. And I never restricted myself diet wise because I was burning so many calories on my feet all day. And I didn't realize I was also younger and that my metabolism was less than, um, I also developed hypothyroidism over the past year and a half. So that affects my metabolism and the way my body stores fat and a bunch of other great fucking stuff. (laughs) But uh, aside from that before, I really did pride myself on loving my, well, I actually don't know if I loved my body then, but I was quote unquote skinny. I was a size two. I was working out all the time. I was on my feet all the time. I was still eating pizza, but when summer would approach, I would like cut out the carbs a little bit and eat kale and tofu. Also work out more. You always worked out more in the summer. Yeah. And I just would always stick to that and just, like to help with my anxiety and depression is um, working out saved me to yeah. some degree. And it, it always has been like, I was going through a really rough patch 2017 to 2019. So I was even more, I was working on even more to right. counteract that. Um, but once quarantine hit and COVID hit and I was by myself a lot and the motivation to kind of work out decreased, but also like, I just didn't see the reason for it because I was in my apartment all the time. And I, right. I, just like I was going on my hot girl walks and I was doing like <laughs> six, seven mile walks here and like every other day, which helped. I think until you lost that fucking AirPod. Yeah. Until I lost that. F- and I washed my, no, I washed my AirPods. Oh, that's what it was. That's why I stopped. That's why I washed my AirPods and I was like, well, I can't go on this hot girl walk. But if I don't have fucking AirPods. No, if you don't have music, you can't hot and girl walk. And then I was making like, and I guess like when quarantine hit longer than I foresaw it going and mm-hmm. I still wasn't back to work in the summer, I was just retreating back to like comfort food. Yeah. And since I wasn't on my feet all day, since I wasn't working anymore yeah. that, the, and getting older and hypothyroidism, yeah. it hit my body a lot differently and a lot quicker than, again, right. I expected it to like, this yeah. all kind of came out of left field. Your schedule I'm, completely flipped. And I'm also, and I was stressed out dealing with like, where am I going to law school? Like I was yeah. like, in limbo, especially last summer, but I was baking like biscuits every night. <laughs> I love biscuits and I love bread and I was having bread with every meal and I was ordering, I was treating myself to pizza and yeah. cheese fries. And I was just whatever I could, however I could get comfort, I was going towards For that. Sure. And I just think I developed like an unhealthy relationship habit, with yeah. food. And a, a yeah. habit, that's a great way to put it. It is a habit because you, 
the the feeling of overwhelming anxiety was so constant this past year because mm-hmm. of everything that was going on i'm sure other people who are listening can you know agree that that's probably happened with them too but yeah you couldn't leave anywhere so if you don't leave anywhere what do you do to entertain yourself i mean you think about when people travel oh you go to a really nice restaurant and you indulge oh when mm-hmm. you're going out you know um you you go to dinner and then you go mm-hmm. out with your friends like there's so much of social life that is revolved around like dining drinking and eating and yeah. drinking and eating that like you ended up having to do it by yourself. And it was the only thing that you could really indulge in that was mm-hmm. like, I guess, memorable to what it would feel like to be going out or just to like enjoy right. social life. And like prior prior life was being so distracted by work right. and my obligations that I didn't really have time to indulge the way like a right. normal person has like free time on the couch. What? So exactly. I was like a kid in a candy store for the first time ever. Yes. I was like, I have so many free yes. hours but also- <laughs> to binge Netflix and to fucking eat. Yeah. And, it, it, and I embraced it wholeheartedly. And of I course. just didn't, I wasn't worried about the consequences just because health and gaining weight wasn't in the front of mind. Cause I right. it wasn't an issue I had prior. Yeah. Yeah. So and- it's a new issue. I have to develop new habits to getting there. I, definitely gained weight during quarantine i would say probably about 15 to 20 pounds i've never been a scale person i've never looked at my i've never worried about the number of my weight until now yeah and because like i just don't want to get to a point where i like it's like hard to come back from yeah so i have been a little bit more conscious with what i'm eating and i have changed a bit of my habits tiktok definitely helped the tiktok has like great recipes and great workouts (laughs) that like uh, i have been really helpful in my health conscious habits because yeah i always heard this but i never i never applied it to me that like being healthy is a lifestyle it's not a diet it's not a quick fix choosing to work out and choosing to eat a certain way is has to be your lifestyle it has to be something that you believe in that you value that's i mean you said that really well i just talked a lot about myself no but i think that's good because that's what it's about it's kind of realizing like what I won't say I, w- I don't want to say what went wrong the past year because like you said everything that happened was a necessity to survive right. right things when people were taking up you know bread baking during quarantine and and cooking yeah I was and baking all this, every fucking yeah, day like everybody jokes about it like oh my god everybody took up baking during quarantine but it was like such it was a comfort thing for people it was something to do with your hands that was distracting and you could like enjoy it took time so it ate up you know yeah the the clock because you couldn't fucking leave your house but then also it tasted so good and i think i i think that people like fell in debt into yeah activities that they before didn't have time to do like i never had time to spend eight, eight hours, hours baking, baking. And right it's like so i was like <laughs> utilizing all it and i like i said it was just a kid in a candy store i went yeah balls to the wall and i do think like as as you get older your metabolism does change and your body changes yeah. and i it hit me like your your phrase a ton of bricks and i just wasn't used to it and i'm like okay i what the fuck so i've been having a weird relationship with my body the past probably six months because i realized that i hit a certain point that i didn't want to be at i no longer was happy with the way i looked um i was jiggly in place i'm not normally jiggly Mm -hmm. i have a a butt for the first time hey (laughs) (laughs) so can i ask you something because i know my moment was there a moment for you where it hit you that you knew you had to make a change? Like, can you recall that moment? I can recall probably about 18 of them that I okay. just like ignored. <laughs> but was ignored. there one breaking point for you? 
um yeah i tried on my favorite pair of jeans and they don't fit and then mm. i tried on my second pair of favorite jeans and they don't fit and then i tried on my third pair of favorite jeans that, that don't fit and then i tried on my fourth pair of favorite <laughs> jeans and they don't fit okay. and because i'm like i said i'm in sweatpants and leggings and then i'm going back to work and i like can't wear jeans through it you yeah. know shift because they're too tight because like they no longer fit me right um i did throw out two pairs of them the other two pairs i'm hoping like i have them on my top shelf like at hoping because right it, 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 it like that moment for me it it sucked so it, fucking it, bad it, it, it and it's I, hard it, to it realize really really hurt me yeah like that i'm like how do these jeans not not fit anymore yeah no it's it's scary mine was um so during during uh the past year um jeff and i had to we were living with my parents and we had the goal of moving out and then the pandemic hit and it was like okay well we're not moving out now so we ended up having to stay at uh, my parents house for that whole year basically Mm -hmm. and that was really hard for me because i just left my job and i'm in my parents basement trying Mm -hmm. to like wait this pandemic out Mm -hmm. so for me a lot of the unhealthiness was the back and forth i did with um exercise and 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 what i was putting into my body but in an unhealthy way Mm -hmm. because i didn't have anything else to concentrate on. I, I didn't have my studio i didn't have you my own, own home space, i didn't yeah. have my own job anymore so i had nothing at that point where i was like i guess i'll just put everything into working out and my body but you and i for the wrong reasons I, exactly so i did it for the wrong reasons and i was really proud of myself because I, I was going to the point where i was doing like two a days like i would work out um i would work it out at night but then i would go for a really long run in the morning and i would go up to like i would text a listen i'd be like oh my god i hit seven miles today yeah i was like what the fuck but it was but the thing is running for i me, hit my seventh hour of netflix <laughs> <laughs> which i still was doing in the middle of the day but um for me and and to this day I, I really enjoy running it's such an escape for me and it's actually something that i built into my routine every day but when i did pick it up as a hobby it was for the wrong reasons and i found myself working out not allowing myself to enjoy anything to eat i would eat rabbit food basically because i i would say in my mind i just burned almost 1500 calories why would i eat this piece of bread and ruin it right and then what i would do is i would weigh myself at least when it was really bad and this was my moment at least twice a day I would weigh myself in the morning after my run to see how much I, I burned off, whether it was water weight or just like pounds, because when you burn 1500 calories, like you could, you know, adds up. And then I would weigh myself at the end of the night to like pretty much hate myself for what I indulged during the day to maybe tip that scale. Damn, I didn't even know that. And it was bad. I mean, I didn't really tell. I mean, I think the only person that really kn- knows, well, not really. I, I guess my husband doesn't know all of that, but he, he could pick up on it a little right. bit, but yeah it was it was it was bad because i i there was nothing else that i was focusing on or passionate about at that time so did that change when you and um jeff bought your house and you were able to establish your own routine for your own reasons yes and that was huge and obviously that happened when you know we moved out in the fall i was able to open up my studio i was able to like work on things and like there is such a important balance that you need in your life of what mm-hmm. is important to you because if you put all your eggs in one basket, too much of a good thing becomes a bad thing. And that's mm-hmm. what happened. I spent so much time worrying about what I looked like, how much I weighed, and then also guilting myself if I didn't run, if I didn't hit five miles that morning mm-hmm. or if I didn't wake up early enough to, right. to, to run or work out. Yeah, and wa- not waking up early enough to work out, like after you like plan to work yeah. out and then realizing that you d- are not working out that day is 
why you so so it's much so mind fucking like yeah it, it sucks like all like if i just if i wake up too late and i'm like oh i really don't have enough time you i think about it all day all, all day. day like i might as well just go work out for 20 minutes just so i right. can like ease At my mind ease, a little bit yeah um so what is your routine right now because i really do think that you are on a healthy track and i think you've been so positive with your body oh and thank you your, like lifestyle it's like yeah genuinely inspiring which I took think a fucking, fucking while for doing it but no I, I mean i really i appreciate it that means a lot because i've had such i think i've had body dysmorphia most of my life also like we grew up in the 90s mm-hmm. so i don't know if if, if anyone is, who's listening that grew up in the 90s like our beauty was nicole ritchie at 98 pounds paris hilton lindsay lohan like jessica simpson and, and dukes blaming, of hazard this isn't blaming them because no were, this isn't blaming them because they were affected by society too but and the standards that they've had for women a hundred percent was disgusting right but that was what beauty meant to us at a young age and like while i was jeans. yes while i was growing up going through hormones and puberty and like trying to identify myself as a woman not just a woman but a um a, a, a latin woman with that has natural curves that i literally can't get rid of mm-hmm. you know thinking that like i had to be 98 pounds and look like nicole richie and my ribs would show like if that low-rise jeans ever, ever come, come back, back. <laughs> no but that's what beauty meant to us and i think I think I appreciate society today because it is changing and it and people are addressing the issues of, you know, pointing out women's bodies and, and telling somebody what to eat or what not to eat or what to work out and what not to I work just, out. I, regarding like society standards on women's body, there just shouldn't be a fucking standard, standard at because all. Because like as right before we were talking about like you're like being curvy is very in right now. It's like very trendy. Like you're like, I'm appreciative of it. And it's like okay, I'm not curvy. You know what I mean? Like, and right. so it's like, I, I like, I feel like, should I go get plastic surgery to like have like curves to the, be the Kardashian ass right. and like tits and, right. uh, and then, then like the 25 inch waist, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like curvy's in, but it's like, okay, what if you're not curvy? Like then like, exactly. why, why is there even a, like, why is someone's body a trend? Yeah, you're right. And that's shitty. And I hate, and you're right. And I hate that I said that, but, but, it's, no, I, but, but I, that's I love what, that you feel beautiful. Like that, like society is like finally like, noticing curves and how beautiful yeah. women are naturally and like right. it just embracing how the body is but, but like you said they shouldn't be a trend the standard should just be you know whatever it, the body right is. in six months curvy shouldn't be like oh that was that was in now it's out right like that it shouldn't be that right, like it all the people should, that got plastic surgery to right. fit in they're gonna be like uh, i guess i guess like, i don't want to say out? that curvy is really a trend right now even though yes it t- it, it it technically is from but it's becoming depending more what acceptable age, that's and like, the yes and like people are like i exactly love i guess that's the better word that i wish i used curvy is now more acceptable which it should have been accepted the entire fucking time mm-hmm. but but yeah but I've, I've been more comfortable now with with who i am and like what i look like and I, you know i'm very proud to say that i don't look at the scale all the time i'll do it once a week or once every other week which i think is a very Gabby, <laughs> a very big improvement to twice a day um and yeah my routine is everything for me Wait, you didn't even go into your routine, but I have to say oh, real what? quick something about what? the scale. I don't own a scale, but like whenever I go home to my mom's house, she uh-huh. does. Every I don't even I don't even know why I step on it because I step on it and I go the scale is fucking broken. <laughs> like I like I'm like mom, you, like wait, wait. and I, every scale I step on, I'm like if I don't like the number, I'm like this is just broken. You look at it and you go fuck. You. I'm like and then you're like oh well I'm wearing boots or I'm wearing a right, jacket. Right. I'm like these jeans are really I'm heavy. Like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. This is a like, thick jean cut. And I'm like I just don't care because it really does depend on how you feel that day. Like if I worked oh, out yeah, and, I eat hel- and I eat healthy and I don't like the scale's number, I'm not going by the scale's number because like yeah. you're not going to tell me how I should feel. Right. 
but also, if it's I so do much, feel like shit, and it's I'm so like, much harder as a woman because we have menstrual cycles and like i don't know for some reason like people still don't believe it. like sometimes they mention it to jeff and he's like oh really that happens i'm like Shut yes up. it fucking happens Shut yes up. i'm 30 <laughs> i've had enough menstrual cycles to know right. at this point that yes that happens but water weight is fucking real yeah water weight when you're on your period is an average an average of six to eight pounds isn't that wild an average of that. six to eight pounds imagine going on the scale like two days before your period and you get on it and you say you gained eight pounds overnight <laughs> like people need to normalize that a little bit more and normalize that like it's so like no wonder we get emotional are you fucking kidding me you get on you go ride a bike for 30 miles get on a scale and, and see I that you eight. actually gained eight pounds okay but wait go back oh. tell us your routine and what you do every day okay so from so start to finish from start to finish so um every Every either Saturday or Sunday, I um, I make a, uh, I call it an energy shot. Mm-hmm. So I spend time making um, these little glass bottles. You can get them on Amazon. I'll, I'll add the link in bio. <laughs> <laughs> that was very influencer of me. Please don't ever. I know you've all been asking. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that, if I ever actually do that, drop a piano on my head. Um, but no, so I make my own like turmeric lemon shots and I've been cutting down coffee. So I only have uh, a cup of coffee either once a day or every other day. Like sometimes I just like, I haven't had coffee today, Mm. you know, can't relate. Um, and I have that the second I get up in the morning and I get up, uh, usually between, uh, 5.45 AM to 6.15 AM and, I give myself that flex because sometimes it's hard and I think mm-hmm. normalizing that sometimes is hard Love is okay you and you can break that routine. Um, I read for 20 minutes while I have my turmeric shot or I a matcha can't. latte I and I pretty, I get myself in the zone, <laughs> which which Alyssa she hates, but I fucking check love her phone. it. I don't. I don't check my phone. Um, like this is a, like in a book, like seven a good A good, tip, a good tip for yourself. Try not to look at your phone for one hour of being awake and that's in like every like self-help statistical yes. book that yes you're not supposed yeah statistical that's the word right? yeah um, um but they also it, it helps if you like here i am like this is your routine and i'm like <laughs> no but it's true i mean we've hijacking talked about it, it. no well, we've but you're it. supposed to like not use your phone as your alarm Cause like the first thing yeah. you do is like you turn off your alarm if it's on your phone and then you're like obligated to and open like Instagram to and see what's it. Yeah. up, look at your emails. So if you yeah. like put your phone like underneath like a table or something yeah. at night. Well, that's but. what actually I do. I put my phone on the side table or on the floor of my bed. Oh, nice. So when I know that it goes off, I know I have to get up to reach. Oh, okay. Okay. Instead of like having it at my bedside where right. it's easily like, e- yeah, I used to do that where I could easily just snooze it and then I would forget about it. But yeah. if you put it far away where you actually have to like get up in some sort of way and disturb your sleep you're never gonna fall back asleep and you're just like fuck it i'll get up that's great um so after i read for 20 minutes i have pre-workout and then i get dressed and get ready for a run and i go for a run and i have specific playlists that i've made Mm -hmm. that are very helpful and how uh, long do you go on your run for an average between four to seven miles and i love i fucking love it how long does that take you uh um, i think i average a mile like 11 11 minutes and 30 seconds or something you're running for like about like 45 minutes to an hour hour. yeah hour and a half um and it it makes me so happy and listen this is coming from somebody that literally couldn't run a mile that's a great like i could not run a mile a year from now 
and at most I could do like a mile and a half. I mean, I remember hitting two miles my first time ever, and I was like, holy shit, like this is amazing. So, I mean, it, it's true what they say, like with practice, you're able to mm -hmm. increase it and you're able to work on your breath, which is like crazy. Like I ended up doing like a bunch of YouTube videos. I'm like, how do you fucking run and breathe well? And then like you, you can actually learn that, which mm -hmm. is wild. Um, and, and, and I really enjoy it. So then I, I get home and I actually go back out and I take my dogs for a walk and I listen to The Daily, my favorite mm -hmm. podcast it's to keep me up day, on everything. Yeah. And Favorite I'll podcast? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, okay, you didn't let me finish no, informational you, you, podcast. No, I, I let you finish and then you were going to start something What kind else? of person would I be if I said that my own podcast was my favorite? Yes. I, like, <laughs> well, I feel like you have to say it's your favorite. Okay, it's my second favorite podcast. Cut this but I run out. or I walk my dogs for the entirety of that episode so I'm still like just like and that's like a, a at least a 30 minute episode right there yeah and it's nice because i'm still not looking at my phone i'm right. still just like enjoying the morning being and present, i come in yeah being very mindful and being aware yes and it's so nice and i come so back healthy. and it is the best feeling for me to know that like and for me it's not about the working out part it's literally about just being present and like literally thank like i it sounds corny but like i thank myself for like hey you fucking did it like that was really good now mm -hmm. you feel good now i can and then i go you know, whether it's editing or go to a photo shoot or set up for That's a an client. That's amazing way to start your day. Like it, every it really, day. It really is. And, and, you know, if working out is hard for you in general, like take it little by little. Start with just getting up early. Mm -hmm. Now I can't, now I can't sleep in at all. Right. Like on the weekends, I still, I still get up. And that's the thing. I used to do it between Monday and, and Friday. So Monday and Friday, I would be like, okay, that's like during the week. Like that's my routine. Like that's what mm -hmm. I'm going to do. And then I would give myself off Saturday and Sunday where I wouldn't, um, like feel, I wouldn't wake up earlier. Right. I wouldn't run. And now it's such a habit that I do it on Saturdays because because it feels good. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Like on Saturday, I've been doing it like I think two Saturdays now, but like I wake up and I like look forward to it now. And it's right. not a, a moment of dread where it's like, oh, my alarm is off. Like it's so early. Like I no longer have that feeling. It is just like a part of, I guess, my identity now. And it right. feels so nice. Like right now I'm in the process of falling back in love with yeah. being a health conscious person and eating better and working out. And there's times where I have been waking up early and I'm like, wow, I really don't fucking feel like moving, but, and I, and I'm like cursing myself out the entire time. Cause like, I have to get back to that. Like I used to love yeah. working out and now it's like, I fell off of it and I was, maybe I was doing it for different reasons, but now like I'm doing it cause I, I want to feel like I right. miss feeling good. And, and you want to enjoy it when you feel good. That's the thing. Right. You can't, you can't look at it as like a burden. You well, can't that, look at it as like, fuck, like this right. is the last thing I want to do. But I think, I think that in my mind, I'm just like, I, no matter how I feel before the workout, no matter how much I don't want to do it, I've never felt like shit after a workout. I've never yep. regretted the workout. Yep. I've never been yep. like, wow, that was a, even if it was 20 minutes, I've yeah. never been like, Natural wow, that's adrenaline. such a shitty 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's like, no. And I, I've been doing these workout classes that I had like one last month to sign up for. So I was like, oh, that'll be like a motivating factor. Like I have yeah. to sign up for the classes. If I don't, I get charged. Right. So whatever. Well, well, money's involved. Yeah, <laughs> money, money will motivate me to do literally don't anything. Don't fuck with her money. So. I'm there and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to take it easy this class. Yeah. I'm like, I really, I, I'm tired. I work like the night before. I'm going to take it easy. I never fucking take it easy. Like, cause like you just get so high right. on the endorphins no, I, and just like pushing yes, yourself. It's I like, agree. You, you're there. It's yeah. like, I want to get something out of it. So yes, that's been personally helping me. And it's me. about you at the end of the day, it's about you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I it's like, would do there, anything then? to make myself feel better. Right. And so like I worked out this morning, I, I signed up for the 715 class. I was out the door by 630 so I could find like a parking spot and it just... I, it, I, I don't 
know what it's like to not be a morning person. I've always been a morning person. And so like my advice would just be if you can get up to work out, just get up to work out because having a workout done and like your day kind of started by 9, 10 a.m., well it, it, it changed it, your whole it, mindset it changes the whole trajectory of your entire yeah. day and your week i agree um yeah. so i've that's been personally helping me like i said sign up for the classes yes they are expensive but when money but is you're the- expensive that's oh. the thing oh you're expensive oh, okay you're important <laughs> and no amount should be, should justify like what could no, make it's something you feel good i could spend that at happy hour i could spend that exactly on at, a dinner on, on pizza on, on a dinner so jeans. it's like like yeah I, i'm justifying it for right now because i really do have to get back onto my routine yeah um, regarding food wise, I work at a restaurant and I've been working a lot, so it's really hard for me to not like pick at the, yeah. the fries and the tater tots, right. but I do average about 17,000 to 25,000 steps per shift. So it's I, wild. It, so I do like now that I'm like on it's my feet balance. again, yeah. I'm being conscious of that. And yeah. I haven't like, if I want to give in to eating comfy food, I give into it. I don't, yeah. um, kill myself over it, but you're, you're really good at meal prepping. Well, I ha- so I I've, I've been meal prepping now because yeah. because if like I have something because ex- I I'm I'm a huge snacker and so if I'm if there's like a second where I'm bored at work, I'll feel that need to like do what I was doing during quarantine when I'm bored right. I'm eating yeah so if I have like something healthy to snack on I'll snack yeah. on it and it's like and that's nice because that's a that's a better version of like depriving yourself right from it. like it's not about depriving yourself from something that you enjoy it's substituting it for something right. better and I found a bunch of like dairy substitutes that i've been incorporating like trader joe's has like changed my life i'll definitely list like some things um yeah. that i that are my favorites right. at trader joe's right now because uh, they've just changed the way i've been eating cheese like i because i don't even it doesn't even taste like it tastes like cheese so i don't realize i'm doing it right and then i've like i've been eating jackfruit a lot which has replaced like some of like my meat, meat substitutes, substitutes so, like, yeah anywhere i can fit it like fit in this substitution right. i have been doing which has been helping it's just and that's your goal your right. goal is what to, to get rid of dairy I would, most I would love to be most, cause I still love, I eat eggs a lot and I love of eggs, course. but I would love to be somewhat dairy free. Um, and somewhat even to the degree of like vegan, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I have to like, whatever right. that means to me, like, no, fit I, it in. I love that you said whatever it means to you because I get this question a lot because I think, so I, I, mean, I make fun of Gabby cause she, <laughs> she does. I, I think she's like, but nine, I know it comes from a good place. She's 99% vegan. I mean, basically, I I really don't I don't eat dairy uh, most of the time. I'll like like Alyssa said, if you know, if there's ice cream one night that I'm out, I'm gonna indulge in right. it. But you know, you'll eat pizza, but like normally you really don't eat carbs. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't eat a lot of bread and stuff. I I buy like sprout bread, which is Maybe like a healthier version. Is that the same thing as vegan? Uh, that, here's the thing. Cause the carb, what yeah. I was getting at is right. I hate that there are labels, labels on yeah. what you are. Cause people ask me and like, I, I do eat seafood still, but I actually don't eat dairy. And it's like, well, are you pescatarian or vegan? It's right. like, I'm whatever the fuck I want to be right. that day. Like if I don't want to eat dairy today, great. I'm dairy free. If right. I don't want to eat meat, well, I don't eat meat. I haven't eaten meat in a really long time, but like, I'm just using it as, as an example. Right. And I think it's frustrating when people need to constantly put label on things. It's like, you're it's just creating your own boundaries for right. what makes you feel good 100 percent agree and i know dairy makes me feel like complete garbage complete shit. like when we went to the winery and we were eating all of that, that cheese, cheese oh i felt so fucking horrible. bloated and i'm like and i guess like after going so long without something like you just develop a different yes. outlook on it like i i 
which is all, which is also like, helpful with a new routine because yeah. your body gets used to not craving it right. as much anymore which is also helpful right and i just and i just was more aware because dairy probably has always made me feel like shit yeah and i, I never realized it but never realized it until i took a break from it and then i indulged yep. and i was like oh wow, yeah i do not like the way i feel like i, ha- I like yeah. had to take a break from drinking wine i'm like this sucks like i can't like get your <laughs> like stop me from drinking wine now because i feel so bloated uh it's just like not it's i'm just trying to be like i've always been an intuitive person mm-hmm. and i do fully believe that your body tells you exactly what it needs and what it wants yeah and if you just like listen to it and are and become like friends with it yeah i I'm developing a better relationship with like my, my body and the way I look right now. Yeah. It's still extremely hard when you're used to looking a certain way. But again, we were talking about this like two years ago when I was a, or a year ago when I was a size two, I didn't feel good in my body. I still felt like I needed weight. There needs to be weight. Like I right. never felt so confident, so skinny with my body. And I realized like that, if that doesn't change on the inside, it's not going to matter how I feel in the it's not yeah, matter how the way the you outside. look at yourself in the mirror is going to be that same because even at a size two i felt the exact same way i feel right now which is yeah. not happy with my body right and i'm looking at it i'm like and it just it, you it just gets so contorted in your yeah. head like body dysmorphia we have to go we have to do a deep dive on that and like a whole different episode yes because of uh, yes. like everything going on social media right now like you want to bring up the chloe kardashian picture like body yeah. dysmorphia is scary it, it yeah. is so real because like i don't even know if people know that they had it like i i didn't that realize is, i had it that's a great point to make that is that dude people don't realize that they have it and this goes for both men and women mm-hmm. i uh, think it, like, for, yeah it, like it is so real what body dysmorphia can do for you for your attitude for your mindset for your 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 health physically and mentally because when you have body dysmorphia i mean think about what i was i was weighing myself twice a fucking day and i would count it down to like the the like 0.0 or 0.1 or 0.5 of whatever pound and i was like that's crazy but like that's crazy it doesn't feel crazy like i can't even believe i looked at myself wearing my favorite size two jeans and And thought and i don't look good and i'm like damn like the like i just don't look good like i have to keep working on it's like i wish i would have appreciated that and like i but maybe size two isn't where I'm supposed to be happy. Like maybe that like comes at the size four, size six yeah. or whatever size I choose to be. Right. Like I, it is very hard learning to love your body. Like yes. I, I'm not trying to discredit that at all. It's, it's right. extremely hard. And like, I don't want to sound insensitive. Like, yeah. oh, she's bitching about being a, a bigger size than two. I dare like, somebody to say that. No, but it's just like, I, the, no, but it's the true. real it's, glow it's, up has to come from within. And like, you yes. have to like, it is making a conscious decision every day to kind of accept that like okay if you're if you're working a really long shift and you're gonna order out because you don't have time to meal prep be okay with ordering out like accept that i think it all starts with acceptance if you have to buy a size bigger jeans that make you feel good and make you look good accept it i literally had a sentence in my mind to say say next after you and you just said it no (laughs) i i'm not i kid you not what i was going to say that she already fucking said but the number one thing you have to do when it comes to body image is accepting it it's just you just have to accept it and and also like Alyssa also said it's giving yourself boundaries too like and wiggle if room you, and like just yeah that's the thing you have to yeah if you don't get up that one day like because i used to do this too this is a perfect example of what i used to do i would go on a crazy hard workout streak where i worked out every morning and i ate really well and i just had that one cheat day that i didn't want and in my head i said fuck it i just ruined it and i would go on like a binger no. for two days because i hated what i i, I just I hated what I what I did in not being strong enough to like stick to it but in, but now I realize today 
you need to indulge in some things because that's what 100%. made you happy. You you end up taking away everything that made you happy, whether it's your favorite dessert that you like or this sandwich or right, like that know. extra five to ten pounds, like that that weight means that you're enjoying your life. Like yeah. that that's like the pizza that you that's all the love. on. That's all the love. <laughs> and like it just wherever you accept your body and like love your body, that's where you need to be at. Yeah. And it's just like the way I drive. You leave room for error. You like leave you- <laughs> <laughs> I said that. I just thought about someone because I wanted to be like, oh, you're like live with room for error. Like if you like have like a certain routine and it's like, I like to drive fast and I like to drive like a little recklessly, but there's always room for error. Like if but I, you always have your seatbelt on, but I always have my seatbelt on. I'm always like being aware and like, I don't drive like a fucking idiot doing a hundred when there's oh. other cars around me. Like you just leave a little room for error. And, so, room, and that's the best way to end this episode we, a little room for error we'll have a bunch we'll list our favorite cookbooks our favorite recipes yes in our stories this week and any tips and tricks that have helped us lose the weight that we gained during quarantine yes. and just to keep up with our routine yes and and the number one thing that we're going to bring to the table this week besides all of that is our one favorite meal that we've made throughout okay. the year i had to really try and um we're gonna post it on our social media and we'll do the step-by-step and the whole recipe thing and listen we're not five-star chefs okay so don't come at us okay and we're also not health conscious experts yeah. we're not food experts we're not nutritionists we're not workout experts and apparently we're, we're not, not good drivers so <laughs> speak for yourself i consider myself a very good driver with a little bit of air room for error <laughs> all right with that wraps up episode 50 and our one year and happy. our one year happy new oh, year our po- it's our podcast's birthday yeah happy, happy one year birthday mr president okay okay all right bye. bye we'll bye. see you guys next week Thank you.